Yeah, we on top of the guy. People are about to get some. Oh, relax the fuck. Quiet. God damn it. Valiant. Amani. Track. There goes your uh, theme music right there. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. What's goody, what's goody? Good to be back. Welcome back to another Roti and Poutine. My name is MC Armani Rain. I am here once again with the T.R.A.C. The historian himself, Valiant MC, a.k.a. MC Bubby. And we have a very, very special guest today. <laughs> Mr. Winslow in the building. What's good? Yeah. What's going on? I can't wait to get my, my like, applause you know what I'm saying? All that shit going. Yeah. You like that? I'm learning. 15 episodes in, and I got your name right with no laugh track or anything else. So we're totally professional. That's fine. People are like, let it be known. Hey, uh, shout out everybody in the chat. It's good to see y'all again. I do apologize for my absence last week. I was just not feeling well, so I technically shouldn't have to apologize. But I miss you guys, and I don't like saying no, and I apologize because... You know what I mean? We had to cancel the guest. Excuse me. We had to postpone the guest. I don't want to use the C word anymore unless it's necessary. <clears throat> it's just, you know what I mean? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were having a very good conversation uh, before we went live about who Valiant doesn't like. If you guys want to start there, or do you want to just go right into the podcast instead? I mean, we can, but I don't know. You just want to skip it? Okay, cool. We'll just do that then. <laughs> Hey man, uh, in case you guys haven't noticed, we are in one of my favorite holidays of the year. I am very on brand right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know what I'm saying? I got Frank and Fred behind me, rocking. Everything's chilling. Uh, drinking some pumpkin, Southern Tear. Don't know why I said that out loud. They're not paying me, but no, it's good beer. Uh, Winslow, we ask everybody, everybody who comes through. You've seen the show. You know the drill. So I need right. to ask you, man. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I know the question, but I feel like I didn't ask you guys how you were. But it's too late now, so fuck it. What's your favorite food, man? <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, it's probably be spaghetti. And like my mom just made some spaghetti. Like I just ate it. That's what I'm thinking about. All right, cool. I'm so with that, it. That that'd be that last that last meal right there. Right. <laughs> Technically, if you were to go tomorrow, you had spaghetti and you're happy. Yeah. Cool. Maybe we can have more though. Like what else? We got some more, more spaghetti. Actually, more spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's do, let's do, let's do a little switch up too. Let's do, let's do a little switch up. Top three, top three. Yeah, you gotta give me three too. Top three Halloween candies. You like that? You like that? See, we a theme this week. Spooky. Shit, spooky. Okay, so Stop, get nerds. This part, nerds? Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. A lot of people don't know the nerd game. They made a cereal when I was younger. That shit was bomb. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't actual nerds and milk. It was like, oh, just never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> they probably thought about that. It's like, we can't sell this. <laughs> Back in the day, they could have. <laughs> it, it was just like, fuck it, just put it in a box. <laughs> Uh, Box is expensive. Probably be like Whoppers, those things. All right. Okay. They're like milk chocolate. They're gonna say okay because they're friends okay, with okay. you. I can't co-sign that shit. But go ahead. You can't co-sign. <laughs> nah, man, I'm not a fan. Yeah. But go ahead. It's all right. To, all to right. do you? I don't even know if they make them anymore. But like, yeah, they make them. When we were little. No, I mean not those, but uh, dots. Oh. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, they make dogs. Some shits in the movie theater when we had those. Seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 That's probably the three right there. Huh. All right. All right. Dots, like whoppers, that. and my three favorite candies. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I never know. <laughs> uh, first of all, my favorite, my food of the week um, is actually today as well. Um, I've, as anybody knows who's been following me on social media, <laughs> the little bit that I do post, I've been trying to dip into the culinary world. So my wife stops cooking all the time. Basically, it's really what it was. Nothing more than that. Uh, the kids are like spaghetti again, even though you love spaghetti. See, my kids are ungrateful. That's really what I'm trying to say. But today was my first attempt at making pad thai with some cider bok choy. Um, so yeah, man, I crushed it too. You know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, don't ask them. I thought it was bomb. My top three candies of all time. Sheesh. Um, gotta start with probably a Milky Way. Um, I Wait, love. Just going general. What you mean, general? You said candies of all time, and mine was Halloween. Oh no, 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 no! I mean, I don't really be banging on candy like that, so right, <laughs> I'm lying like a motherfucker. I love sweets. Right here. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's Halloween every day at my house. <laughs> Halloween. Look, my G. Hold up. Look, I'm a Mars dude. I got the empty wrapper of Three Musketeers right here, and I'm only eating Three Musketeers because nobody else likes to eat them. What you mean? The chocolate proportion to the nougat proportion is different. Than yeah, you gotta you gotta elevate to Snickers. You can't just jump right into Snickers. That's just you know what I'm saying. People don't understand the levels of Mars. You start with the Three Musketeers, you go to the Milky Way, you finish with the Snickers. It's a it's a process. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's quit. Okay, fine. I don't fuck y'all. <laughs> trying to put y'all on game. All right. So what are your others? Come on. I don't even know, man. I love candy right, bars so much. Next. Wait. <laughs> so it's probably going to... I'm in the Mars family, so it's probably going to be Milky Way and then a Twix, and I'll switch it up and, and jump a Mounds in there because I'm not really down with the Almond Joy. Yes, I'm in <clears throat> but I love Coconut Beyond Belief, so that's where I'm at. So, Valiant, you get to go next. You seem very excited to talk about sweets. What was your meal of the week and your favorite Halloween candy of all time? Hey, shout out to the chat. I see y'all. What's good? Uh, we did get a comment that you're loud, and I, apparently Duncan's a little I turned it up a little bit. Is that better? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, he's sounding better than me. Uh, my first one is is a new entry. I think I'm going with the uh, Milky Way Dark. Okay. I got those in there too. Milky Way Dark is real good. Better than Milky Way. Relax. See. No, it is. It's just no need for the slander. You could have just left it where it was. There was no need for all that. <laughs> uh, uh, the other one, the second one would be the uh, Reese's Pieces. Uh, not Reese's Pieces. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Mini in the foil. That's the best way to eat a Reese's peanut butter cup because the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is perfect. And the other size, it gets all thrown off and it ceases to be my favorite. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I think I think I'd go with the mounds too. Mounds. Mounds is the truth, bro. Yeah. I turned everybody up and me down. How's that going on in the chat? Let us know. I'm sure you will. Go to my side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's more about the EQing and. All right, let me get closer to the computer because my. Is this okay? Yeah, can we just do this? Is everybody, everything is going to be fine. <laughs> All right, I'll stand back here. Is that good, chat? You want me to go in the bathroom? I'll go in the bathroom and do the podcast from there. 
<laughs> wait, wait a minute. That's a quiet joke. That was a quiet joke. Yeah, it's vo- Zoom and whatever. You know what I mean? But anyway, track. Mm. Food of the week and your three favorite Halloween Food candies. Food of the week. Uh, honestly, it's more towards dessert. I'm a, we, we, ate, we ate pretty odd. Yes. But, but it was more about dessert. Um, right. The, uh, the, 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 good, the good shouts to the, the cat, Ellis. Do it down with some, like, pumpkin tart that I can only describe to you guys is really good. Um, just first time trying it out, and uh, it was perfect almost, you know, straight up, you know. Uh, nice. Other than that, my top three is it's proper New York, probably. No, two are New York. Third one is something else. Nestle Crunch forever. Ooh. Okay. Hands down. Hands down. Right? I might have I to put that instead of the Twix. I just don't argue yeah. about <laughs> That might replace my Twix, yeah, dog. It might. You know what it mean? might. Um, Reese's Pieces, of course. I'm a Reese's Pieces man. All right. And like the third that. one, I can't remember the name, but I consider it the best candy I ever ate. <laughs> it comes from abroad. Okay. And it was mailed What's to a couple times. And I remember I, when I went to London last time, What's, what's I made name? sure I came back with about 20 boxes of them things. And, and my girl was super happy about that. I actually had uh, shouts to SoFi. I said, yo, could you mail me some more of those? What I got over as well. It's really good. It's like a you chocolate. Don't, you don't remember the name, though, huh? Nah, it's, it's really good, man. It's got, a, a, it's got like a proper chocolate Which one calls it good? Which one calls caramel. Shout out, Zoo. So the balance, the balance is unforeseen. I've never seen this before. So have you, like, have you had the pretzel? Which one call us? The pre- which, oh, it's not like the Take Five. Yeah, like them Jones. Yeah, it's it's not quite as good as what you call. I love pre- I love pretzels. I'm sorry. So I do like, too. No, like, I, I like those too. Do you ever crumble some pretzels up and some like vanilla ice cream? Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, best. Uh, my favorite uh, Ben and Jerry's is Chubby Hubby. I had uh, mm. peanut butter filled pretzels. Right. You know what the best ice cream on the planet is? It's actually uh, called Spumoni. Edie's makes it. Spumoni is like a a Neapolitan. It's instead of uh, vanilla chocolate and strawberry, it's actually cherry with cherry pieces, pistachio and chocolate, and it's fucking bomb. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't do pistachios, but I'm glad you guys enjoy. What's wrong with pistachios? You allergic? Yeah, you know, how bitter you get along. We don't. He get was along. very angry about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Turned this episode off. How dare you mention that shit around me? Hey, Winslow, man. So how you been, man? How's your week been? How's your quarantine been? You know, what I mean, you've been active. Yeah, been trying to be active. <laughs> We're all. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but. And it's been all right, you know. Just trying to like stay busy. Stay off the internet because that's like where all the crazy all shit the, is. The cuckoos, the cuckoos. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. Except for your YouTube channel. Your, your, your uh, YouTube channel, you, you post pretty regularly, right? That's like the only reason. If I probably wouldn't be on the internet if I didn't have to promo stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least not like as much as I am like right now. Like it's getting to a point where like, like you've got to post stuff. Otherwise, no one's going to hear you. Right. right. Yeah. Well... So I, but at the same time, you are getting a nice little boost from UKF. Yeah, I mean, case. yeah. Like, I like it. It's worth it. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I like when people like me. Right, I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Winslow to the club today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's great, but, you know, give, let me breathe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Don't ask for that. <laughs> oh, man. 
So you are uh, you're currently student teaching. Yeah. And you're going to be a music teacher when all is said and done, yeah? Yeah, hopefully, you know. <laughs> where where where, where are you sitting fucking this up or what? No, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I was like, I'm in a teaching job. You know, you got to do that. So, I mean, no, I know, I know. we work towards that. Yeah. The reason but, I became a history say. teacher is because I was going to go for art education. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, what are the first teachers that get cut when money is low? Oh, art teachers and music teachers. Yeah. So I decided to go social studies. <laughs> of course, now that STEM is the thing, yeah. social studies is uh, oftentimes uh, sacrificed. So. Where where are you teaching exactly? Uh, I'm in St. Louis. Nice. Is it what or where? Where? Okay, yeah, I'm in St. Louis. And your student teaching rotation right now is elementary or high school? Uh, middle school. Sick. Oh, so you got the knuckles. The knuckleheads. <laughs> that's not necessarily yeah, that's, true. Is that necessarily that's true? Outside crew, right? I Everybody mean, in high school had a fight outside somewhere. <laughs> I mean, probably if it was like in person, maybe, but like it's hard to. Like just be dumb and reckless on Zoom, mm. and not like. Shit, like, we'd have found a way. No, <laughs> no, some yeah, some kids found a way. I mean, you got like most of the students like I I deal with, they're all right. Like they, um, well behaved enough. Like they'll just be like, we're tired, we don't like this. I'm like, you know what? I know exactly how you feel. I don't feel this either. <laughs> right. They're just like, all right, Mr. Winslow, we like you. <laughs> hey yo. Shout out everybody in the chat. Shout out to MJ too. Just hopped in here, man. Hope you're yeah, feeling MJ. well. Moderators in the business. Uh, there's a couple other people in here that uh, I would scream at, but I just want to say say hello to the moderator. It's fan business. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, it's that's tight. Like, um, how much how difficult is that transition from doing Zoom, especially for what you're teaching? Actually, mm -hmm. yeah, we got to hear this side of the game. And it's ridiculous trying to teach kids how to like play an instrument over Zoom because you can't hear them. Right. They can't. They can barely hear me. I'm like, yeah, that's, that sounded all right. All right, do it again. Mm. Okay. And then they gotta like record stuff, and then we listen to that at like the end of the week. Then you can kind of tell. Right. But still, it's just like it's, it's hard. It's just like, and there's nothing we can really do about it. You know. It's funny because I actually talked to somebody who works at my cousin works for mm -hmm. Zoom, and he's actually. Um, they're working out the high fidelity audio system now to implement yeah. so that music can be uh, heard and transferred properly. And it's yeah, like the it's district has that like disabled, so it doesn't. Even oh, <laughs> so you're beat either way. <laughs> Never mind. It was a good talk. <laughs> like our first, our first week back, like first two weeks, we it would just crash as soon as we started. So the Jeez. internet would go down. They're like, y'all can go home. No classes today. I was like, well, this is how we gonna do it. <laughs> Man, that's so crazy. What is currently the curriculum that you're teaching? Um, just like scales and stuff, like technique, things like that for uh, beginning, like string students and stuff. Because we can't do like orchestra music. Like, how can you have a, a concert over Zoom? You know. But we're going back in person next week, so who knows? Are you really? Yeah, and that's we'll see how long that lasts. Exactly. Spit valves are gonna take on a whole new meaning in the era of COVID. Cause hey, my kids were yeah. going back two days ago. That did not happen. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is idiocracy at its finest. But whatever, we'll, we'll save all the 
the horrors and for later. Let's get back to music. Hey, we are almost there. Let's before we before we get back to music, let's let's be clear. Please go out and vote if you have not done Please. so already. There is more than the president at stake. Go vote for your local. There's there's a whole bunch of important oh, issues that God, you need to take care. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's not just think that this is just about the president that we scream about yeah. something every four years. Vote locally. Make sure you handle your business. Do your job, yeah. please. If you, if you haven't realized, this is a very special year, uh -huh. so your vote is special. <laughs> a very special election. Yeah, yeah, you know, so you should... Uh, Why, was that? No, I'm just kidding. We're not getting into that. Pinky <laughs> yeah, finger vote, yeah. and we'll be just, all happy properly, of course. Yeah, just go early. It took me like 20 minutes standing in line. Facts. Nice. It did. I went right up to... To the library up the street. Yeah, Take one of them, drag yourself to the goddamn pole. Nah. Before you yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I sent mine, I sent mine in uh, last week. That's another thing, too. Information people don't know, apparently. Um, if you have not mailed your ballot already, don't do it. Take it don't to the it. ballot place and drop it off there, please. For the love of God, or you're going to be mad yeah, at yourself. I think, actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's either Missouri or some other place that just. Every, every, uh, every, like a lot of states were battling out for the post date situation, and all most of them won except for one state. And I want to say it's Missouri, but I might be wrong. It might be Minnesota. I think so. I think it was, yeah, it was Missouri and probably Minnesota because yeah, I was looking on the news the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So post dating going on up. You gotta got you gotta have a sucker in before the uh, deadline. So you know what I mean. Send my I sent my ballot in. Uh, like extra special someone had to sign for it so someone signed for it so i know it got there uh people are like don't mail it but i mail it back into new york and new york is a blue state thankfully and, uh, uh, you can mail this you don't well it's too late now but whatever i'm, I'm not saying i sent mine in i made sure i paid <laughs> i'm saying now especially to go just go like i understand erica i saw you in the chat it's two and a half hours a Figure it out. Like <laughs> waiting oh. that two line, two hours it is what it is. Like just one more thing to that sucks. try to help people clear the air real quick. Do yourself a favor. Watch what you post. Check it a couple times. Do not just be one of those meme loving dudes out here posting anything and everything. Now more than ever, everything's clouded. So you have to Facts. be careful. To your friends, to your family. Mm -hmm. I got crazy family right now. Posting all kinds of, and I'm just Conspiracy telling y'all, you know what I mean. My family's this, perfect. This is this is done on purpose. This <laughs> is why all this stuff is trying to be cleared out. So just yeah, I'm not gonna get on here and yell about who to vote for anymore. I just need y'all to vote, period. Because you know what I'm saying. I even voted longer because I've had situations come up and made me think about things. And I'm I'm just going to tell. We had a whole election last time where millions and millions of people just didn't vote, period. So I'm not going to tell you what to vote for. Just go vote. And then whatever happens with that is the decision that's done. Point blank, period. Yes. Oh, for Christ's sake. Fuck, man. What do you want me? This is my... I say what I want. I will say, there was an article actually today about... And I forget where. I'm sorry. But about how teachers are finding themselves having to uh, debunk. Is that better? Debunk <laughs> QAnon theories that are coming from their students. I missed that whole thing, but go ahead, yes. Oh, it's just him and his microphone. He's just being silly. I'm going to put it over there so you can't, you know what I mean? Just See, continue now you sound good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a lot, a lot of teachers are saying that they have to debunk QAnon theories in classrooms now because kids are bringing that home, bringing that from home. 
mm-hmm. and they're actually bringing it to the teachers and talking about it in class. So, you know, QAnon knows no bounds. Wow. I'm so glad yeah, well, we took the time yeah. out for that. That was fantastic. 2021, we'll, we'll, we'll really get on the whole QAnon, I believe. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But right now, you know, whatever you remember from the past, that's good. Put that towards the vote, and let's just move along. Absolutely. So Winslow's in the building. That's dope. Yeah, Winslow. <laughs> My man D. Winslow up in here. Hey, Winslow, man. man. Let us know, That's man. Let let's, us know. Let's, let us know what got you too into polite. Yeah. Too polite. Nah, let's, let's get into the, let, let, nah, let's get into the origin stories yeah. of Spider-Man here, man. Absolutely. Like, what was your what was your aha moment? What was your first love for music? Was was, was it your parents? Did you mm. listen to what they did? Did you rebel against them and go the opposite direction? Like, Ooh. tell me the, the beginning of of the essence that is, that is Winslow. <laughs> All right, that's that's way back. Um, yeah, all the way. Yeah, I know. Twenty-seven, man. I'm old. Remember? Yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, me too. <laughs> no, oh, shout yeah. to Justin Hawks up in here. Hawks was here yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that. All right. So little, we already like. Mom was always sung in the choir and like church. Dad sung. You like played saxophone stuff like that. There's piano in the house. So, like any kid, piano makes noise. Just go bang on that for a little bit. That's and like, right. Oh, he could be this or that. So you know, yeah. So it was just like I kept kind of like, oh, I tried playing the piano. I took like some lessons or something when I was like kindergarten, first grade. I stopped. That's <laughs> 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 all you needed. Still, yeah, always like music. But then, uh, like third fourth grade they're like oh you can uh play a string instrument i was like i don't know what that is i'll give it a try so i did that then the next year like oh you can change your instrument you don't have to play violin anymore you can play these other things i was like well i don't know what a viola is a cello's too big i'm lazy a bass nope still lazy so mm-hmm. let's try this viola thing out and i just started with that and carried it basically till now i've been playing like a bunch of instruments and stuff since then, like the saxophone for like a year, but that got stolen, so then I quit. Somebody stole <laughs> your saxophone? Yep, out of the, I, they broke into the car. There was in a church parking lot. I had a brand new viola <laughs> and then a saxophone back there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> who yeah. breaks into a car in a church parking lot to steal a saxophone? Right? <laughs> like somebody said, I'm awake. Yo, you I'm know what? No. That's one of those situations like, dog, you earn that. Keep it. I want to meet the devil right now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, no. They wanted the car, then they left. They dumped the car. I guess they saw it in the back. They took the saxophone, brand new viola. Give me this guy. Oh, Four or five times as much as the saxophone, by the way, but they didn't know that. Wow. But, yeah. So I'm not played it yet. It might have been a different way if they took the other instrument. I don't know. Hey, look, man, somewhere, some way is a thief right now who is mean who at a saxophone. Who thought he was going to? He totally he he no, he went to the pawn shop. We're like, what can I get for this right here? He's probably super successful playing a saxophone. <laughs> the guy in the pawn shop's somewhere. like, you know, if you had a viola. No, no. Sync <laughs> <laughs> positive, you know? It's like, hey, so, this saxophone's blessed. Good. Oh, I was going to say, so what, what, uh, I ask this a lot, like, what kind of music, what, what music was the first music that you really discovered on your own? It was like, it was your thing. It wasn't your parents. It wasn't, you know, it didn't come from, like, any siblings or family or anything. It was like, oh, you discovered it was your own thing. I think that was probably around, like, 12 or 13 when mm-hmm. 
I started skating, and that's when like music ah. became my thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's when it's like you watch skate videos, you listen to the music, you want all that, and like that was like hand in hand. That's like till now. So that was like the start of me figuring out what I like. You know. Right. Yeah. So do you remember like what kind of bands you first? So it would have been anything from like Beastie Boys to Public Enemy, but then over to like Anthrax and Bad Brains and Metallica to really whatever was in a skate video, basically, because that was that was my consumption right there. And that could be anything. And that's Wu-Tang. That's what got me in Wu-Tang right there. (laughs) Skate videos. Wu-Tang's for the children. Yeah, I remember that. They are the greatest yeah. ever. Oh why, man! Yeah, that's why I was like, I was super pumped. I got, I, I was telling, I was telling Duncan the other day uh, that I got a, a track about skateboarding because his track "Love Letters" is about skating. And I was like, oh, I've got a track about skateboarding that's going to be coming out nice. like after the new year. And I got Chuck Treese to do a, a spoken intro on it. And I was like, a lot of people don't know who Chuck Treese is unless they're a little older, right? <clears throat> but Chuck Treese is the first black guy on the cover of Thrasher magazine and he played in uh, this band called mcrad mcrad played music in this one scene in the public domain which is like howl peralta skate video and to me it was like still it like it's the the one of like the the skate video scenes that still gets me the most amped to want to go skating and so when i when he agreed to finally do that i was like i'm i'm super stoked so when i finally like release that it's going to be a big deal for me anyway i don't know about anybody else no we're excited (laughs) for you for sure (laughs) <laughs> that's crazy that sounded way more sarcastic than I meant it to so wait so you skateboarded right I currently skateboard yeah okay, well I gotta say I gotta say skateboard did because you know a lot of yeah. adults they oh, put yeah. it down I put mine down I mean I still skate occasionally but I mean it's in my trunk of my car and I, I get to it when I'm not like messing with kids like, <sighs> teaching kids that sounds right teaching kids <laughs> there you go <laughs> you know when I mess with these children uh, no no. <laughs> he, he said it, dude. It wasn't me. No, I didn't finish the sentence. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm glad this is where you're going, though. So, what was your first skateboard? <laughs> I mean, that's a that's an interesting question because it's always like, well, you had like the Walmart board first, so yeah, okay. there's that. Oh, then there you go. All right, so it was an almost day one song. Ooh. Um. Spitfire Wheels. Man, that's way back for me. <laughs> um, I can't remember the rest, but it's like out of the CCS mag. Had my mom call in. He's like, I don't know about giving my credit card number. They might steal it. <laughs> Dude, CC, my first pro board, my, the first pro board I ever bought brand new, I bought from CCS and I sent them a money order in the mail with a letter, handwritten, <laughs> saying exactly what board I wanted. It was a blind. Yeah. A blind Mark Gonzalez, right after he started that company. Dude, I, I used to send a skateboard mag just an envelope of cash to pay for the subscription, and you weren't supposed to do that. But they said, like, accepted it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, that's honesty right there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They knew. Yeah. I do that too with, like, a handwritten letter, that, like, in the yeah. business letter format. Dear. Sirs. <laughs> to him <laughs> may concern. Right. Yeah, I would like yeah. to subscribe to Thrasher for one year. Please find $12 enclosed. And it's written in pencil. 
Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have probably been all deep into the skating world, but a, a mm-hmm. small pebble in the street changed my whole world. That's all I'll say after that. I, I have yeah, always man. been tall and uncoordinated. <laughs> play basketball, play football, all that shit. You put something underneath my feet that ain't sturdy, I can't do that, man. Do you it's know how happening. jealous I am of dudes who could dance and roller skates right now? It, that looks like the mm-hmm. coolest thing to ever. do. <laughs> I love, I love that that's like a point in the Yo, man, you have no idea how mad I was in a skating rink. I was just staring at the I'd be up in there fuming, foaming at the mouth, watching these dudes put it down. Like, how you do that? Doug, I went to the skating rink like every weekend. I couldn't do that yeah. shit. That wasn't, really, that wasn't really why we went. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it was, it was like the thing. So you wanted to do it if you were going to be doing it at least. Like, yeah, no, nah, I did like the, yo, I've been watching all day. There's a really good documentary called United Skates on, I want to say it's on HBO, and it's about the death of roller rinks in America, mm-hmm. especially like in black neighborhoods and stuff like that. And Empire Rink in Brooklyn was a classic space, <clears throat> same, same yeah, as Skate King in the Bronx for us. Those were like, I didn't think those places were, would, forever, would go anywhere. I thought those were forever. It was such a heavy part of the culture. It's weird that it would die yeah. off like that. Well, it's it's not... You know, it's kind of not, it's not necessarily all on purpose, but no one really tries to save them either. You know, the powers sure. that be. And, you know, uh, other roller rinks, like in the white parts of town or whatever, like they have signs, you know, no, we don't play R&B or rap. And you can't wear like roller skates that have like small wheels, which like a lot of black skaters will wear because like that's like where you can do the tricks and shit, right? Right. Those nice, so, small, nice, I know you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. a huge, a huge cultural difference. And it's like a really, it, it, it's, it's a cool documentary, but it's also got a very, a very heavy aspect to it because these people are literally raising their kids kind of in the roller rink and, teaching, yes. you know, and, and these roller rinks are dying off one by one and there's very few. And they, and they literally killed the culture. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation we can have <laughs> how, you know, all these uh, recreational spots just suddenly disappeared <clears throat> from a lot of uh, oh, yeah, places of color uh, communities. That's a whole nother conversation right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. music. We happen to have a music teacher. Yep. It's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all together. It's all together in a sense. Well, yeah. it's like, you know, in the 70s, they, that's when they really started cutting music programs. And, yeah. you know, like kids grew up knowing how to play musical instruments and i mean I, you could argue that okay well it helped give birth to hip-hop but at the same time you know so many kids like don't have musical outlets yeah. whatsoever no you know they don't in the band of church you know so it's like it, it's tough man and yeah it's it's a different world and you wonder about uh where where is music pre- appreciation classes in today's world if they still exist yeah those kind of classes kids just don't like care unless it's something like current you know yeah yeah it's old head stuff like this was a few years ago (laughs) (laughs) i will say i'm gonna i'm gonna give a big shout my my most influential teacher was my music teacher in first to eighth grade yeah and she was you could tell she was like kind of like the last like the youngest of like the hippie generation of teachers Mm because she in chorus and stuff like that she would have us singing songs at our spring and christmas concerts that were like you know, protest songs, Hanukkah songs, you know, like she had, she would teach us a lot of like multicultural stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, her kids were black anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, a total musical family. Anyway, she uh, always tried to make sure that she mixed in current stuff with the non current stuff. stuff. And yeah. now, 
considered I li literally I know hundreds of people I've met hundreds of people like through the years that like she has taught and she's just one of those people that is like universally beloved yeah mm. and so it's you know connect with the kids you know how it, it never changes mm. you know that's connect with the kids yeah, every mu every music I te teacher I ever had was like that. Like they seem to be the ones most connected to things. And and you're right, they are the arts and phys ed are the first things being cut from curriculum now. Not yeah, that absolutely. I mean I can get into an entire conversation about how the entire curriculum is suffering right now and being right. changed to match other people's standards. It doesn't work and switch. It That's a whole other beast of a conversation we can have for sure yeah, yeah it's all test scores that's it bro so it's, right, there's, they, they, yeah. there's a lot of rehashing need to be done and all that but, um, i've got a lot of friends who are teachers yeah. i've got my stepmother is stepmother my mother-in-law wow mm -hmm. I love you, mom. Don't. If you yeah, watch it, that's not. I don't edit video, but that's definitely being fit. So let me just start over. So my mother-in-law is a teacher as well, and just, we we have long, long conversations about all that. But anyway, what got you? In, let's let's get back to music, man. Yeah, what what yeah. got you? <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe I fucked that up. I love her to death. Anyway, what was uh, what got you into drum and bass, man? What was the the yeah, changeover? You know, there. let's continue yeah. this origin story. All right, so for real, like getting into it, I guess. Because before, it's like, you know, you hear it in video games and stuff, but you don't know any better. Like, I, well, at least I did it. I didn't know any better. So, but then it was like, what, 2010, 2011, when I just started, like, getting into producing music. I still wasn't into drum and bass because I had no idea what it was. But, like, mm -hmm. UKF was just jumping off and then all that stuff. Like, cha just different channels on YouTube, so I found my way to, like, UKF. And I just started, like, watching and listening to stuff there. It was kind of always in the back of my mind. I was doing, like house music and like trance and progressive stuff for a few years it, okay. it didn't work it didn't really work out but it was fun you know learning experience all that kind of thing i took like a little i just got burnt out with it because i like that whole scene is a completely different monster mm. and like yeah I, I couldn't do that one so i like took a took some time off just like stopped trying to grind out making tracks all the time mm -hmm. and then i just i guess found my way Back to drum and bass, I started listening. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was a tune by Kena, because oh, like all wow. his uh, just and just because, like how he writes all his like orchestral stuff, mm -hmm. like, that immediately click with me because that's like, that's been my life since I was like eight. Right. Like, all right, now I can I, something I can relate with, really relate to, you know. Mm -hmm. So I started looking into that, and it was just going. From there, it's like, all right, who does who do they relate to? Or what's the label? Hospital, okay, let's look at some other artists. And then it was like, Spy, I'm pretty sure, because that his uh back Tracy <laughs> album. Yeah, yeah, I listened yeah. to that one over and over, just from like the all the time. Just I was like, this, I like this. Spy, Spy's takeoff <laughs> is crazy. That dude, yeah. that dude's a, the Don for sure. Yeah, and ridiculous. A fire DJ as well. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think from there, it was still going through, like, probably just the hospital and, like, whatever else was, like, in the related songs. Because I was still trying to, like, <laughs> you know, learn and figure out everything. Like, before, in, like, a more, like, concentrated way, because I listened to stuff before. But mm -hmm. And I think I found London Electricity and, like, his older stuff when it was more, like, jazz and fusion. I was like, mm. I've been listening to jazz my, like, entire life, so I know right. this stuff. Okay. And over here, it's like, 
it makes sense and it works at this tempo which like you come to find out everything works around 174 facts just about yeah and i was like all right i'm hooked you broke the matrix guys we're hearing it (laughs) (laughs) it's like there, there is no spoon, but there's drum and bass. So I'm gonna figure this out real quick. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that was that was around like 2016, and then that's from there to now. It's just all drum and bass. Not to not to be super, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I was gonna say not to be nerdy, but it's wild how um, your generation, so to speak, um, yeah. your age bracket. We've mm-hmm. now had you and Flight. Basic, Ooh, basically, feels, yeah. basically a tribute to your your coming of age to music tied to video games. And it's funny for me as an older cat who's been on video games from Jump Street, and when I watch people complain about video games and not understand like the culture that is actually behind gaming and yeah. being a gamer, like people don't really get it in the art form that goes into everything from the music to story writing to everything. Right. It's just, I've explained millions of times, it's just like, uh, it's the art form of the future because while people are like oh i don't have time for video games and i go well did you watch the entire season of game of thrones and they're like yeah that was crazy and i was like well i didn't <laughs> so, right. so oh. you watched game of thrones i went I and played it <laughs> you know I what i mean like I, game of thrones, no i'm not i'm not look we're not gonna do this right now at all yeah. i've had this argument too many times i feel you it's probably a really great show I'm not going oh, to MJ. I'm, I'm not having it. this argument with you neither. Okay, MJ's one of those oh, people. Right. I don't have time to play video games. Stop lying. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, you can read too. There's no, you know what I'm saying? There's, but I'm just like I haven't seen Breaking Bad. That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? It's just I haven't seen Lost ever. You know what I mean? Me so neither. it's right. like while y'all was doing that, I was doing this, and we still met in the middle. Anyway, yeah. enough about my love for video games. The point is. Um, it's you've I've I've watched two very prolific producers right now attribute that to their starting and loving a production of music and yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it's like you look back well like now when I look back to video games, like all the music is like all right, I know all these names now. It's like you got like like look at any YouTube video drum bass. Every comment, this should be in Need for Speed Underground. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. And it's like, hold on. If I look back to any of those, they have all drum and bass in them, and that's why I know it. Dude, like, Moving Shadow and Grand Theft Auto yeah. back in the day. Yeah, like, yeah Hospital is all over uh, one of the racing games, if I'm not Yeah, Forza. Yeah, yeah. Forza. So, yeah. yeah. Like, even, even, like, old, old games, it's like, they have, like, the music yeah. in games has such a, like, huge effect. Like, people in, like, the grime scene, like, talk about how way back in like the 90s you have the x-men games like that's the first uh grind beat is actually back back there mm-hmm. and you're like well wow argue about that right but then grind didn't happen to like way later but right. it's like it's all connected or you you feel like it's connected somehow that, you know that x-men game is an absolute class you're talking sega genesis right think, yeah yeah, yeah game. way back <laughs> that that's is way an back. absolute classic of a game yeah we're on twitch guys we can no, we, we, we in the space of true, true. I, I hate that you, I hate that excuse that I hate that excuse but yeah <laughs> Twitch is more than just games everyone but no look at the end of the day too like people people seem to forget like when I tell people like when they say what got you in a drum and 
bass. It's like, well, when somebody introduced it to me, I had loved drum and bass before that, but I didn't know what it was. I had heard it in movies. I had heard it in games. I've heard it in commercials and things like that. Like, I knew Ronnie Size was in the source before I knew what drum and bass was. Like, that shit was crazy mm-hmm. to me. So you heard these tunes, Aphrodite and, and such, and all these things in the background. They don't realize yeah. how much drum and bass has been ingrained in right. situations like that. So it was just like a natural progression of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially like um, early 2000s movies. Yeah. It's like The Matrix, uh, Blade, stuff like yep. that. It's like oh, yeah. drum and bass and breaks. I like now, it's like, oh, I knew who Goldie was back then because he was in <laughs> Dude. It's like, yeah, even like so Aphrodite's tunes, like you get the Jungle Brothers, do 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 do, like all that yeah. back when like Fat Boy Slim was copping, like all those things kind of blended together inside of movies that people were consuming drum and bass commercially before right. anyone even knew, before they realized there was an entire underground scene. So when I fell into that, it was just like, oh shit, that's what this is. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. You know, and then we can talk about how learning Such what a it was. Relation though between uh, gaming and gaming and and drum and bass in a sense simply because they're both pretty popular and they're both pretty underground at the same time. You know, maybe game is a little bit more popular of the drum and bass. Yeah. We, we, I stay side, we can <laughs> say that maybe. Two completely maybe. different, yeah. But, but they're two completely, and they're both kind of just the sacred grounds. You know what I mean? Like, you, you go into a gaming community, it's some re- they, people are going over your heads real fast yeah. with what's going on in the future. I mean, it's crazy, you know, and that's the same thing with what's going on as far as, you know, musicians and drum and bass and what you know what's going on with us and all that so i always i never really compared them on the same lanes but they're literally moving at the same speed right now you know what I mean? oh totally uh, i believe it's uh there are two two genres of uh two mediums that i believe have transcended their own level of subculture like they've become larger than 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 what we used to pigeonhole them as. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, people mm-hmm. used to just think as gaming as just, like, a little f- weird form of entertainment that you grow out of. It's the same thing with drum and bass. It was just, like, this little room, back-of-the-room club thing. It was like, no, there's an entire culture and science that goes into these things. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, I compare them a lot. I compare them the same way I compare comedy to music. It's it's just, like, there's the, the things that are interwoven in the DNA make it what it is and larger than for people who don't. Yeah. Who need to go deep into it? Is what I'm trying to say. I fumble my words there, but y'all know what the hell I'm trying to say. Beer. Beer. Anyway. <laughs> uh, first record signed. What was it? Um, drum and bass. Yeah, record drum and bass. Sign? Well, well, you know what? No, what? Overall. Well, I'm, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. All right, say it. Let's talk about. Wow. Talk about no, no. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the bottom of what. No, there's yeah. nothing there. <laughs> Uh, I think it was, it was for this compilation, like, so this guy, like, his YouTube channel called Ledge Sounds. Oh, Ledge, yeah. Yeah, yeah he had, like, one of those, uh, liquid dudes, yeah. Yeah, one of those compilations, and he, he was the first person, like, hit me up, he's like, hey, you got any tracks? He's like, yeah. I'll send you what I have, and then that was, that was that one, that was, it was, I saw, I just looked at it, it said it was a year ago, but I feel like it was longer. It was probably, like, two years, but it took a year to happen. That kind mm, of thing. Yeah, yeah, some politics yeah. and getting things straight behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, so that was the first one. Then the second was uh, the one on Gold Fat mm. uh, earlier this year. Because between all that, I was just like, I got nothing against small labels, but mm-hmm. I can just learn to do it all myself. And that worked out. I mean, it took a lot of work, <clears throat> but that's like what I'm into. So, I mean, that's where I am now. So right. It, it's like, 
and I don't mean to say that to be like, oh, I got out here, I got here by myself, because I mean that's a lie. Got like <laughs> everyone that shares something, all friends, Valiant bugging me, yeah, that's <laughs> everyone. But like as far as just like releasing things, I'm just like I'll just do this myself. I'll learn the promo, the marketing. Okay, this worked. This thing didn't work. Let's go to the thing that worked. Try that a bit more. You know, just kind of work out the business side, because like. Like my idea is when it st- comes start talking labels and stuff like that, like the more I know, the better. I mean, that's usually how it works, like in any situation. Mm-hmm. You know? And especially when you come like with ideas, people are more likely to help you if you already got the idea going. Well, yeah, that's, that always has been that's been quietly the difference from pretty much every successful artist. Yeah, you ever heard of when they come to the table? You know, when when Irv Gotti sat down with Leo Cohen, not only did he bring like. Uh, uh, Rough Riders and those guys. He brought DMX. He told he brought Ja Rule. And he said, mm-hmm. "Yo, this is the plan." Yeah. When when these guys in these offices don't have to think, they're the most happiest people in the world sometimes. And it also makes you a better negotiator, of course, when it comes to all the smaller things in between mm-hmm. to go around. And um, that's that. You know, we're compare in comparison to a dude who's found and not know exactly what to do and now the label is doing mostly all the work yeah. to get this person on and you know to be honest whatever your 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 long goal is it is what it is you know what i'm saying yeah but you know you want to say you get smarter and you find ways to become strong more strongly independent along the way absolutely sure. yeah i think just it's not even like i gotta know everything before i right. do one thing it's just start with an idea and go with that like that's yeah. My thing is like I get an idea, I just go for it. If it works, cool. If it doesn't, you know, go back, see what you gotta change. Plenty of time to get back yeah. to the drawing board. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how all this started for me, basically. Like the whole YouTube thing, any little like promo idea I got, I just I just run with it. And if it doesn't work, cool. If it does, I'm gonna figure out how to get that going. <laughs> you know. Well, I was gonna ask you what. So do you have uh, like I, I guess for lack of a better term influences in the world of YouTube? Like, were there uh, cues that you picked up from other people that you kind of brought into your own little basket? Because you have a fairly, you have a fairly distinctive voice, and I don't mean literally voice, I mean metaphorically. Yeah. Like the way you sound, sort of, your video, the way the videos look, mm-hmm. um, the sort of, the, the manner in which they are presented, you, you have a very distinct online identity. So did you yeah. kind of pick that up from other people, or was it something you sort of, that formed more organically? I think it's kind of a mix of both. It's kind of something I already felt, but I guess I didn't know how to do it myself. But then you start finding other people who are doing it like, okay, I like this part of this thing. So there's like a few people like I follow on YouTube, but they're not even part of like music or anything. They're like photographers and stuff like that. So it's like, that's what gave me the idea for like the podcast or whatever thing I, I try, I'm trying. It's just like talk. You, you'd be surprised, people, how many people just want to listen and see what you got to say. About what? Like, yeah. No. <laughs> That's why I watch here. Except I always come an hour late because I forget the time. Dude. <laughs> you know what? So we did like about 14 episodes, and we can tell you straight up, it's overrated, man. You know. You, you, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the people that like it, they like it. And the people that don't, you know, they, they'll come back when something interesting. They'll in and out. Right. But, I mean... If you're doing it for you, like yourself, then that, then that really matters, I guess. You know? Yeah, it's it. it's funny. Like the more we travel down this this wormhole of the people I do follow on um, 
on YouTube now, like from creators, from gaming sites to, like you said, photographers. Like I've, you know, for lack of a better phrase, have fallen completely in love with Pete McKinnon. Like that dude is <laughs> a legend. Like, and not only that, it's it's one thing to 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 make tutorials or show you mm-hmm. their world. It's another tune to be entertaining by being yourself. You know what I'm saying? And it's like yeah. a really cool. And then you learn a bunch of things as well. Like I'm still right. just getting into producing videos and, and things of that nature. So like, I would love to sit and pick your brain at, at times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. You know. That's just like what I look for. I don't like the whole acting like the YouTuber, like, what's up guys, smash that like button. Like, I'm a new <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Right. Like <laughs> no, you, it's completely like valid, cause I hate that. And that's why I would I would never do it. Like I said, like if I over open a video like that and I don't immediately follow it with it, that was stupid shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the best. If I do it seriously, just know something's wrong. You know? Yeah. That's why I just like, I want it to be feel like a conversation. It's like, hey, I got this idea. Let me share it with you real quick. That's it. So how much of your of your musical networking do you think has come from YouTube? Um, I'm surprisingly more. I think I'm front starting to see like more and more like, oh, that's a YouTube guy. I'm like, what? I mean, I started <laughs> music. Right? I'm like, all right, that works. Like I wouldn't, ne- I don't consider myself like a YouTuber. YouTube is just like a platform, you know. Right. But I guess that's how it is now. I don't know, that's but I think. Is. I got you. Yeah, and then the music is like kind of starting to pick up right. because that's another thing. It's like the whole if you can't do it, teach it, that kind of idea. And it's like, oh, this guy's making videos on how to do stuff. Oh, and he can actually write music behind that. That's not something you run into after a while. It's mm. always like. There's a lot of people who just do like YouTube tutorials and stuff, but you listen to the music, it's like, this doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> right. You showed me how to use Serum in eight minutes, so I guess. <laughs> I've, I've definitely turned those tutorials on, like, wow, that was really informative, but your music's trash. <laughs> it's like, how did we even get here? But whatever. That's, um, does that mean? Was that dark? I apologize. No, it, I mean, it's it's just the truth, and you're not supposed <laughs> to say it for whatever reason, but, you know, I've started, I started with that just, like, saying the truth, so I can't, you know, stop now. I'll complain <laughs> about whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, you can make fun of me or whatever I do, but, like, I've said worse things about myself than anybody can say, so. Right. For yeah. So, I don't know. It's just. I try to like find my own way to do it and in like respect to drum and bass there was no one really doing it mm. any kind of any kind of talking just in with a context of drum and bass yeah so that's where i just like i found my little pocket mm. and that's what's kind of worked so far yeah you true i found a uh i forgot the dude's name i just followed him it was a hip-hop dude who pretty much so for some reason decided he said let me show you how to make drum and bass and mm-hmm. to, to be honest the track wasn't too bad like oh wow he kind of got it but you know i've I've always felt like like you know producers will always go across the board right yeah but you know you have a home and you know your home better than anything else so be careful on what you try to preach about everything outside of your home right you know you you make it sound weird a bit sometimes and i was (laughs) like oh god this guy's making me wince and then you take this and you speed it up so you can take this too it's like oh what the hell are you doing bro (laughs) You know, this, like, you know, you know, <laughs> so sampling is is pretty much an instrument, and you know, there's yeah. this validation to all. You know, there's a lot of work that goes in 
it ain't just speeding up a break beat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and 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 things of that nature. But you know, I guess for layman terms, that's what you kind of say if you're going to explain it to uh, yeah, basic yeah. dummies in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if it's basically like the first impression is like, oh, you just you just speed it up or whatever. And then if you like give it you know the time and I don't it shouldn't it doesn't sound wrong but it's like the right you give it the respect and then you learn what it actually is and they're like okay it's more of this and it's and they get, or it could be like this and like oh it's more than the amen break and just distorting some 808 sound you got you know <laughs> it's all this there's these different areas of just drum and bass and that's you know why I like it so much because I can just find a different pocket to just sit in whenever I feel like writing something, but it's still, it's still relatively the same. Mm-hmm. How much do you enjoy flipping between styles? A lot. I don't. I don't. I just. I don't like staying to like one sound. It just, just because it's boring. I mean, no, I like for real. Yeah. <laughs> you talking to me, man? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, like, focus over like, swag at gmail.com yeah. that's, a, <laughs> that's another thing you'll just like find in forums and YouTube you need to stick to a specific sound and get really oh. good at that it's like no just learn the basics get your technicality stuff down and then do whatever you want and that's what I've been doing I mean any release this year they're all relatively different but since it's me and you get used to my sound you know it's still me like the four tracks on that Home Alone EP. They're all just super weird and left field. And then earlier you had like Swing and Miss and stuff like that, which are weird, but in a different way. Mm. And then you have like last week's like three releases, which are all completely on like a soulful, more like liquid side. But it's still me. Like you can tell. I, well, at least I think you can. No, yeah. Do you, there's, there's no denying a DNA of a producer. You you know what I'm saying? You yeah. can switch styles all you want, but if you listen to that producer and you're a fan of that producer, right. you're going right. to hear that DNA in there no matter what happens. You can't. I mean, you right, might. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to say can't. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> no. sure there's somebody out there like, I specialize in making sure you don't know who I am. But. <laughs> I feel like that's like so. Oh yeah, I don't get this track. It's that dude. (laughs) But the producers that are good at doing that, though, are the ones that are going to make money because they can, they can adapt to situations, and that's what they do. Yeah, I mean, Um, which is it's like a it's like a session drummer. Session drummers, I say drummer just because I play drums, but session musician will adapt their style for any, any context, and that's how they make the money. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't know. Like I have like a home base, but isn't like a sub genre. It's more just Mm -hmm. like melodic ideas i want like a lot of groove and stuff like that but then whatever else happens happens you know i just want to make something like whatever i come up with as long as i'm satisfied with it that that's cool yeah so your your uh your your drum and bass uh, career i guess you could call it um yeah it's like it's obviously snowballing at yeah fairly quickly but it's also snowballing at the time where the whole world is kind of in the toilet, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> so, so, live, so live gigs, live gigs are are, are relatively impossible. Right. Um, Stateside, speaking of, at least. A lot of people mm. don't rub it in. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, but we don't yeah. we don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, France and Germany just like relocked down their countries. Yeah, they have to relock down Italy too. Yep. So yeah. you know, so. Right now, you 
your all of your musical product is really hitting the market hard when the market itself is completely in flux. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of discussion as to how dance music as an economy, dance music as an art form, etc., is changing and is going to be changed by the current times. So, like, I don't want to ask you necessarily where do you see things going over the next couple of years, but <laughs> at the same time, like, how do you see your output changing as a result of everything that's going on? Honestly, I don't see mine changing all that much as because it's just been like a huge shift towards the internet. Like, um, events happen on the internet, streams on the internet, people are trying to come up with video ideas. Guess who's been doing that for the last three years? On the internet. <laughs> gang, well, gang. right. I'm, talk, I'm talking the actual, like, like, uh, like the type of music that you're putting out. Like, right, right. No, are you going to start, like, going deeper into the weeds, as it were, because you now have more of a captive audience? Or, um, I think still i think it's kind of more of the same because i like i like writing like i like trying to find a balance between like the club tune and the listening tune but then i still now it's just like where's the club so i'm just writing uh i feel like i'm just trying to like express more i don't know musicality things like that that will go into a listening tune and then like longer projects so you could have like a few tracks um like mellow or something a little interlude or something something of a, like a different genre or something mm -hmm. like that thrown in but just it gives you i think it gives everyone room if they want to take it to you know broaden their sound or their horizons the horizons or whatever yeah go ahead and be cliche don't worry about <laughs> right, it no, no uh, well let me let me if i could uh further translate or elaborate on the issue i yeah. think uh especially people like yourself from the things that i've heard and from what i'm listening to this conversation so far <clears throat> we've already touched on it is being able to be versatile is mm -hmm. not necessarily um done intentionally it's just your passion for music yeah. will drive you to wherever it needs to go so right. it's not necessarily like you're intentionally making listening tunes because of the situation you're making what your environment is already causing you to make so if the scene yeah. switches you know I, I play a lot of I, I twist a lot of it to i've talked to a lot of mcs who um not a lot of mcs i've approached a couple of mcs not anyone included in this chat and that's not sarcasm so you know i've approached them about licensing tunes and things of that nature and they're like i'm being serious why are you shaking your head at me i was i wanted to be clear that it wasn't y'all you know what I'm i wasn't throwing you under the bus i was being dead serious these these guys are on it they know you know what i'm saying i don't have to further explain anyway uh when you license tunes or when i've done you know tunes for video games or whatever it's not necessarily about i've had people come back to me and go oh, it's not really my thing it's not what i do and it's like you don't have to, this is not about you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to remove yourself out of it and just say, this is for, all the music I've done for whatever is not anything I would put out necessarily on my own. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm proud of those things. I've, I've, I've tried to work out situations before touring was canceled uh, where I can go perform those things. But it's not necessary. I understand the lane it's in and I apply it to whatever I need to go to. So you don't have to say that this is your thing. I put a tweet out five years ago that said, I want to be able to make... Um, I want to make the hardest trap tune today and make a Disney tune tomorrow and not blink an eye. 
You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I don't even want there to be the discussion on why I did that. We grew up in an era where uh, if you did that, it was shunned. It was just like, mm-hmm. why are you, how dare you flip it? Like, oh, you got to stick to the, and I'm like, bro, there's, the, there's no, there's no room for that. You be who you want to be, make what you want to make, and be able to adapt in those environments. And people like yourself who can switch between genres and styles, uh, it, that comes natively, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think as far as like, because people worry about like the audience if they switch sides, like or not sides, but like just different things. Like, oh, they're not gonna like me if I do this. Was like, if you just say it, you know, ahead of time, set that precedence that you're right. just gonna do whatever you want to do they'll just follow you then because they know what to expect because like i've done just in like the year like liquid like soulful liquid things the heavy like more club tunes i gone in i went into rollers for like a month that was something but then it's like people just they they follow you because it's still you you know you already said like i'm gonna do whatever so now they're like yeah he's doing whatever and that's what we like him for no. Can I, I'll ask you a question. Here's a, I have a quick question. I'm sorry to cut you off, T. No, that's cool. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not sorry I cut you off, Duncan. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I have a quick question from a, from a creator's aspect. Do you enjoy switching styles more because you want to see if you can do it or because you feel it? Uh, that's yeah, that's both. It depends on what it is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I think... Yeah, it definitely depends on what it is. And a lot of times it's like, let me just challenge myself right. to to do something different. And I know it's going to it's gonna be a challenge, you know? Because, I mean, once you get, like, most things down and you take the time to, I guess, understand, like, each little subgenre's, like, specific nuance or whatever, like, it makes sense. And you can just kind of do it. And then the more you do it, you get better at it. But then it's like some things were just like, this is, this feels way out of my comfort zone. But... No one's gonna hear it unless I put it out. So let me just try it real quick. It's more intriguing, yeah. right? You're like, ooh, yeah. let me see if I can like really nail. It's like that a lot for me in the beginning too. It was just like, all right, let me just do this thing because I, you know, it's like I'm not mm-hmm. even supposed to be here. So let me just try. <laughs> you know, what I'm like, I'm like, gonna yeah. nail this and make you like it. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just like if it works out, it'll be public. If it doesn't, no one will have no. No, <laughs> yeah, no harm, no foul. Like whatever, yeah. just go back to what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that the, the difference between the old guard and the new guard, from my experience, has been uh, an era of what I call the exodus. And uh, um, I feel like the cats from our grade, uh, Amani, a lot of cats was into our scenes and they were part of the scenes. And then something happened where an opportunity came where they were like, well, this is our last day doing drum and bass, folks. <laughs> we're about to drop our hip hop album. We hope you follow us. And they would leave, and the hip-hop, stood, you know, it didn't go anywhere, and that was pretty much the end of that. Like, mm. we didn't even, no, not even a return back, to be honest. The thing that I'm really impressed about, and maybe this is evolution of humans, who knows, but most of the young cats are embracing everything and making it part of their whole scene. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, the stuff that Monty does, the stuff that I do, it's rare. Like, we were laughed at. Who are mm-hmm. trying to do other things and all this other stuff. You guys are not going to get laughed at, of course, and you guys are actually pushing the envelope a little further. So, you know, so it's almost yeah. like 10 toes down times two <laughs> from the level of where, you know, what else could be possible, and there is no fear towards that. And um, it's just something that I just quietly noted just overall with where the younger artists are going 
and what the potential is in between that because I think you guys are also the students of everything and I think that has a lot to do with mm-hmm. it and I, when I say everything I, I mean beyond music you hear the stories you hear the cool you hear the, the, the behind the scenes you hear the, the, the positives and the negatives of the successfuls and the not so successfuls and you guys take it all in and just coax it into some do you do you attribute that to a generational shift? Do you attribute that to learning from the past? Do you attribute to that to just the way it is or the way you grew up? Or did you guys do you feel like it's a conscious effort or do you feel like you're just that's just naturally how it is nowadays? Because for us, it yeah, had to be a conscious. <laughs> hey. All of the above. <laughs> hey man, trying to lead the witness here. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a job to do. goddammit. it. <laughs> answer i want to add to that just for a second only because i have a little theory that a lot of the current um what's the word i'm looking for eclecticism of the current Mm -hmm. generation the current younger generation i think a lot of it is distilled from previous years and i think a lot of it came from skateboarding culture um the fact that (laughs) i'm just just I think a lot of it, like skate. I mean, skateboarding culture, like you were just pointed out, like it was a. It, and even when I was skate, like started skateboarding in the '80s, it was a constant, like a crazy mix of hip hop, metal, punk, alternative, a lot of different things. That eclecticism was like, like hardwired into skateboarding. And yeah. the more that skateboarding got bigger and bigger and bigger, and you saw that musical mix in like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and those skate games that came out. Um, I just think that that has infiltrated its way into the uh i guess the, the current mm-hmm. generations or am i wrong no i think you got a point but what i'm thinking ah one thing i was thinking of is that because there's like that generational gap between like the new guard and the old guard and when you talk to let's say like the less friendly old guard who are very just like <laughs> <laughs> back in the 90s i like i like the way you worded that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the less friendly, doesn't mean right. they're not friendly. It just means right. they're, right. It's just like, like back in our day, we used to do this, and it's like, okay, we we hear that that was it was good, but that's like some of that it just isn't gonna you know work now. You can't beat the same dead horse. We used and to rip like, our shirt yeah. off and jump across the stage. Right. Yeah, you know that kind of shit. Yeah, and it's, I mean, everything like has its place. I mean, and as long as I think the people who are doing it well with like their rebelling against like the old sound or whatever they still have respect for it and that's the that's why like that's why they're still you know people like pay attention to them and they still take them um like seriously like think like imanu so he tweets something every day about like the old heads will said this and now we're doing this whatever but he still he gets it because i mean that was like when he was signaling things like that he was kind of sticking to the stuff like the old or more like modern version of like neuro and things like that mm-hmm. but now he's like bringing in like four four and all these other different things and a lot of labels are like championing that and it's like when you do it in the right manner not just to like please the the, the old dudes on dogs on acid but just like oh my god don't bring that place yeah. up <laughs> exactly. i mean we love dogs on acid yeah, but now you know who I'm talking about, basically, and I've I've been vocal in there already, and that's why I don't go back. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that those are the kind of it's like cool, but we're doing this now, so you can you know hold on to your 
nice vinyl and whatever, and you can scratch it while you're at home. Yeah. But we're going to be, like, keeping things going, you know? I, I, I still yeah. wonder, like, is Good it point. because we're MCs that, like, we never... I didn't, and I, I know... I didn't. Yeah. I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Is it? Be, I'm wondering if it's Would because we're... No, I'm not. Just let me... <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder if it's because we're MCs that we were more accepted, accepted, accepting for the step, for the fact that things would change, because like a few things played a factor to my decision. Because I consider I'm not the old old guard, but I've been around for a minute, you know. So I haven't been. I'm not like the ones that, I've been here since '96. I wasn't. I was here in '99, 2000, and same shit, pretty much. Yeah. So. You have to understand too, I came from a hip hop background and when I came into this, my mentality of things then were this, especially in the States, didn't come from here to begin with. So the hardcore like D&B and fuck all y'all never made sense to me. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, wait, like what? Two, when I traveled abroad and I realized that that wasn't even the situation, like things that we were holding onto here weren't even happening over there. That wasn't even the same situation. Like we would go over there. And I do, and I've said this to people, I've said, I do blame some of them too, come over to the festivals and they all play the bangers and nothing but the bangers while you'd go over there and you'd hear nothing but B-sides. And it's like, well, what are you teaching us really? You know what I mean? So it's both of our faults, but the reason why, and I flipped between drum and bass and trap because I was originally a hip hop head, and all I ever wanted was to see the lines blurred. So I never really, I never really understood the hardcoreness of trying to shut people out and gatekeeping and things of that nature because I saw it from all sides, and I, I always wondered if it was just because I was an MC who just wanted to rap over everything in the first place, or if there was actually something there. The only thing I ever really stood on as being from the old guard is how much easier things are because people don't remember like when i started like we threw parties in a warehouse with a generator until the feds came like you know it was a different bag like when we we went through the ravac that had a lot of things you know what i'm saying like our history of things the things that i hold on to like yo this is what made us fucking hardcore and what made today what it is is because we had people getting arrested on a regular basis it had nothing to do with the sound period like you know what i mean i hold this sound because i learned the sound from the higher ups you know what i'm saying and i i studied the music but I hold on to the sanctity of that just because I care about the music but that doesn't mean that the younger generation doesn't care about the music so I don't want to shun them you just want to lead them and teach them until respect it's the same thing with hip-hop it's like people come in and they 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 get famous off of hip-hop and they say well I'm not a hip-hop head and they're like well you're disrespecting the elements and I'm still going to push that for the sanctity of the music but I always wondered what if that was a difference between MCs and producers or patrons or whatever. And I wonder if the younger generation sees any of that. Well, well, let him answer, mean? motherfucker. You. <laughs> <laughs> You're on my team. Give me like the abridged version of that question. Cause it just went off. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is, as, as the, Go ahead, Brian. I know you can. I was no, no, I'm just saying. You just spaced out. I'm I'm saying basically from an MC to producer standards to understanding the new guard to old guard, whether the argument was different because I was an MC or if the younger generation saw it that way. Okay. Um, 
Never mind. Monty went on a psycho babble. That's my fault. Rewind it. Watch it back. It'll be on YouTube in a week. God damn it. <laughs> well, well, if I can try to see what, what it is, I think that the question might be going a little bit over Winslow's head because of, you know, years in the game, of course. What he's trying to figure out is... <laughs> Don't, don't I'm laughing because I was like, I just dropped 20 years of knowledge <laughs> in five minutes. Well, right, right. Winslow's like, I'm 27, motherfucker. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, gotta go best you now, Let me get, let me try to help you. Go, 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 go. The, 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 the persistence and the pursuing of, of, of flowing through genres. Yeah. And keeping that integrity along the way seems to be a, an easier thing for you than for us in that in that whole perspective. I'm kind of close, right, Imani, a little bit? He's wondering what goes on behind the scenes between the, 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 the more younger crowd when it comes to genre jumping and flipping mm. it into yours. In, in it, it's a bunch of people telling other people what they should do when they don't have any idea themselves. They're just like, so-and-so said this, and they're up here, so we got to listen to them. And I'm like, that guy is just a guy. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I was tying it, too, because that's what I was like. Because, like, because we're MCs and who came from hip-hop at that, it was a little easier for us to be like, yeah, no, they're right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like, who cares? Like, it's just, it's music as long as they respect the art. Because right. I will say and, that. Like, and the history. And the history is, which is what really peeves these guys. That I don't know why they expect older people, I mean, younger people to be at this outlaw that doesn't exist anymore. It's like, dog, it's a new chapter. These guys don't have to do that. We are the people who created these moments. But it's good for you to know a little bit of the past, especially right. when it's more, it's actually more interesting when you start looking back a bit on a level yeah. of like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Oh, this. So this comes all the way to this. Right. You know what I mean? So and, these and, little things that strengthen you on, on another side of it. And, and there's my larger, the, the macro of this situation is I say the same thing about hip hop. While those things might seem annoying and while gatekeeping has become a giant issue throughout music, period it happens in every genre drum and bass is a very young uh genre of music just as hip-hop for as long as it's been around is technically still a very young genre of music so when you have people that i'm not going to name right now because it's going to cause a whole different conversation (laughs) when you have people that are considered gatekeepers in the form they are doing nothing but protecting the sanctity of it so i feel like both things can coexist as long as you understand why they are there so I don't necessarily shun the gatekeeping. I I feel like when you have heads that are like, if you don't respect this, you need to go. That's all they know, and they need to protect it. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. This is Armani Rain. It's called the wedge theory. The wedge is the piece of pie. If you have 25% real and 75% bullshit, that's literally what it is for every genre of music out there. The bigger the wedge gets, the, the bigger the number gets, the bigger the wedge gets. So if you have 25%, 75% bullshit, say there's a 1,000 people inside of that 25%, you get those people to learn, and then they crowd out to the new one, and that wedge gets bigger, and it continues mm-hmm. on. But you have to have something to make sure that there is a base. It's science. There's nothing more to it than that. Is you have to have a control in the experiment. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Uh, so, also, uh, real quick, I'm sorry, I'm here. Now we all get like, philosophical. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I hate these guys. <laughs> but uh, no, I was just going to say the, the, the crown theory. You knew what you was getting yourself into. Yeah, I know, yeah. But the crown theory pretty much describes it to me as I learned it on my own experience about crowning. It doesn't matter what you think that crown is. That crown could be a rusty piece of shit. You know, part of my French guys, I got a little ex- excited there. Dare you. You know, it, it, or it could be the most beautiful thing or whatever it is. Remember, that is their crown. And if they mm-hmm. feel like somebody's going to take that crown off of them, they will fight to, to, to the yeah. dirt. To re- It doesn't matter what you think of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in, in, in that respect, I understand why there's certain ideas and, go. you know, this is what they have. That right. crown is everything they have, you know, versus uh, what's about to happen and how much of this crown means to you. And it may not mean nothing to you. And at the same time, it might mean a lot to you. You know, another man's trash is another man's treasure in that same, into that same perspective. But the overall story to be told sounds to be the most sacred thing to be ever told in music history, not just in German bass, of course, but in mm-hmm. music history as we connect these dots along the way. You know? Basically, Track wants to know how you feel about New Wave. Oh, so I didn't do, I did the accent. How you even know Winslow knows what New Wave I'm is? Totally being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. my bad. Winslow, do you want to unpack any of that shit that we just... No, I don't know what I just... I, mean, I, I was thinking, like, because, like, uh, what Justin just said in the chat about, like, gatekeeping... But then, like, it's always people that, like, they have no business gatekeeping. Like, they can't do anything, I don't know, with this gate or whatever. But then there's other people who are just, like, they're encouraging. It's like, hey, this is kind of how things are. It's like there's, like, a loose format or whatever. Let's see what you do with that. And when you're ready, cool, come on in. And then there's people like, nope, you can't do it. It's not, this isn't it. Oh, (laughs) Like you can't, no, you're not. You can't be part of us. You're not old enough. You're not cool enough. Yeah, you're not jungle enough. Oh no, drum and bass. You're right, drum and bass. But we're jungleists over here. So, and it's like, yeah, that's that old. So is it just me? And I said this in the chat. Like, I'm not talking about them. (laughs) Like, who even cares what they have? You know what I mean? Like, I'm with you on that. Like, who are you? Like, I've said that to people. I've said that to people who are fans that have come out to shows and they're just like, well, they don't understand. And I'm like, and who are you to fucking tell them they don't understand? Like, Mm -hmm. this is, I didn't even see you at the last party. Like, what are we even talking about? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, this is the same way. Did you come in on my list? Yeah, like, why are are there not shows anymore? Bitch, we threw a show here and you didn't show up. What are you even talking about? Like, I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about actual people who have actual keys, who are, who have, you know what? Right. You're right. I'm going to back up from that because I don't want to, you know what I mean? No, I, I, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's just like, me personally, I get that. So I don't I don't worry about those people. But then, like, people, like, even less experienced than me, they're, like, just starting to, like, talk to people in, like, the scene and everything. Like, oh, somebody said this. I'm like, don't worry about it. But but they're they're this person. We got to listen. Like, no, you don't. It's like, I've told them, you know, to their face, I, I don't really care. I know what you've done. I respect what you've done, but you're not really in my way. I'm not really competing with you. So just do your thing while I do mine. Why is anyone competing? Is the shit yeah, that I'm it's, trying it's to say. Yeah, it's not, well, a, it's not like, a competition. 
It's not. It is business, and it and maybe yeah. some people feel threatened about some guy about to knock them off. And this is all about pedestals mm-hmm. again, and yeah. this is what I hate because it's room. Especially in the states. Especially in the states. Yeah. So much Perfectly real estate out here. Whatever happens over there, you know what I'm saying? Not to this, y'all. That's not to this. I'm just saying this your problem. Right. It's not our problem. It's like we ain't got to deal with that. We trying to build our own thing here. Everybody work together and be happy. I've said it a million times. Until I pull up in a Bentley, you ain't jealous about a goddamn thing. So. Yeah, you know, a uh, quick story if you don't mind me sharing is me out in London again. And, uh young fella who's now making his name all the way your boy echo brown you know kobe's gang gang he uh just happens to you know you know for me as an as an older fella, i see a bushy tail wide-eyed dude yeah. and he's just like yo so i'm out here for the first time blah 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 just so happened i was doing all these move around so i'd just be like yo what are you doing just whatever you're doing just come with me my man was pretty much my roadie for like a couple weeks taking in like i'm in the midst of some crazy parties and even at points where I thought I was about to be like getting some hands rolling and he was right there like, yo, I hope these dudes ain't trying to set it on track or whatever have you. But it, it's it's the experience and everything that came from that experience that has in, in, uh, emboldened him in the proper way and pushed him to even go further, which is what I believe a lot of the cats who are here, you know, the, 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 uh, these veterans, Mm. It should be doing initially when it comes to the younger heads on a level of yes, we gotta be tough sometimes. I, yeah. I, I think young cats know what tough love is, absolutely. But at the same time, it's to show them a little bit, especially when they have it in themselves. These dudes all the way out sleeping in like hostels trying to do drum and bass. You know what that is? That's fucking integrity to another level. You know what I mean? That's that's pushing it out there to see right. what I can do. And, and and I got when I see that I get I get I get uh, encouraged to be like ah right, yo jump in the car don't say nothing just jump don't worry about it Brian say something I'm gonna talk to Brian that's that's the kind of cosign that I do you know that I feel like yeah. that's from the elder state should do for people who are really passionate about this but uh yeah I'm sorry to explain that story <laughs> and that's like something. Even like on a like a smaller me being new like scale. That's what I try and do with people or try to, like, oh, I see you doing these things. I feel like I can do them. It's like, yeah, it's you just gotta do it. You gotta talk to people. You gotta make these connections. And like now, I'm starting to talk to like the would be gatekeepers with like the real keys. And like, it's not they're just people, but you gotta find a way to talk to these people. You know, and. I've gotten more respect from firing back at those people. <laughs> just like, I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> just like, yo, that goes back right. to having a plan of what you want. It's like immediately, I was like, just talking to someone, just like, I know what I want. I want to do this, this, and they're like, oh, okay. Well, let's see if we can work that out. Let's see if we can do that. Because I mean, you got a plan. It's like you're not just coming into like. Uh, hi, Mister Whoever. It's like if I was to talk to Goldie, like, oh my God, it's Goldie. No, you just talk to it's a regular dude. I mean, Goldie maybe not like a regular dude because Goldie might show a regular time. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But to a, you, you know what I mean. Though. I like, hope you watching. Hit my phone. You ain't shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight you right here on site. I'm just kidding. I don't want to fight like, you. G. Once that whole like. That starstruck comes out, you just like, oh, it's some some guy just walking his dog, and he just wants to help you out with music. Cool. 
and that's kind of <laughs> so like if I can like bridge that and like talk to less experienced people or whatever I want to say younger because they're all like still my age I guess so. mm. but uh, yeah just be like it's demystify or whatever it's like it's it's really easy you just got to kind of do it put yourself out there and that's like a hard part mm. I don't know but like the more you do it the more you get used to it like the more you get rejected the more often you might ask somebody out or talk to them I don't know you just get yeah. used to it, it, it I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think I think again the at least for my I can't speak for across the water but hmm? the American system is not really about failing it, it, but it, when it really should be, in a sense, that was that's the only way people really learn. You know, once now, you know, nowadays when people people are scared to fail, and that's something we should correct because, yeah. you mean you had to when you rode when you first got on that bike, you got a couple of bruises on you. You know, you had to right. learn how to balance and get to you know, and that's the way things work. The most successful people in the world have been in the most darkest places. You yeah. know what I mean, and and, yeah. and, it, and it's something that needs to be explained better if we're going to have a better society. And this is where we are as musicians because we already know that, like yeah. we already yeah. know what music. Does. It's kind of part of the why we do this show is um, look mm-hmm. the the tough love and the the building and the grind mm-hmm. is what it is. But at the same time, it's like you said, uh, we do this to normalize everyone to show everybody. Yeah. Look, we're all just in this thing. We're all normal people just grinding whatever. You might have a bunch of medals on your chest and war stars and yada yada yada. But you know, even to bring up G, like people were surprised when he came on the show and were like, oh, dude, he's just. You know, he's just a dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not to minimize. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole point he came is like, like four people that day. Yeah, <laughs> like and that's and we and I, before we had the show, I said I was like, you don't know what he's gonna show up. He's just a, a dude happy about life, trying to figure it out. Or and, and you know what I'm saying, dealing with the demons. And there's no different than you or me. And like I'm crazy just as much. Like and when we, you remove that and just focus on the music, and then you can take mm-hmm. the advice or criticism from these people differently. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That, that's really what it's about. Not to, and, <laughs> to succeed on the internet tomorrow. Like, Armani Rain down plays Goldie's career. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not what I was saying at all, dicks. But, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, back on that, like, you said failing, but I don't know if it's necessarily failing, but people need to get rid of their egos because that's a big thing. Even when, like, they're, it's like, oh, I did, I had to release over here, whatever, I must be doing something. It's like, when they get that, they get hit with that bruise, then it's like, where'd you go? Oh, uh, well, you know, it didn't work out because he's like, no, I just keep at it. That's all you got to do. Like, I didn't got, I don't know, knocked down a few times when I thought I was just getting somewhere. And then, then I kept going. Yeah, exactly. You know? Because they're never going like, to kick like you down. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe fail is a, is, is a scary <laughs> word, but I don't know how sorry, else you can describe it yeah. other than a mishap or uh, right, right. It didn't work out the first time. But that's a lot of, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's kind of something I've been like, I just like say, like people are asking me or like saying videos or something like if you don't quit you never really fail and you'll just keep going like the only thing that's stopping you really is yourself at this point like there are some people who are like if you want to get like on hospital or whatever or any label it's like of course you got to do kind of whatever their requirements are or like the level they want but still that's a choice you got to make to work up to that level or you can do make your own thing you know mm-hmm. but it really it's all it's it's just it's down to you at the end of the day, that in time. So it's like, how did you get that remix on Hospital? Well, I took a lot of years. I learned everything I could. And 
things came together and that kind of worked out. I mean, I yeah. had a loose people plan. People want to say that people <laughs> want to hear something else from you when they say that kind of stuff. Though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, I called the homie and he just hooked me up and I didn't really, I don't know, deserve it. If you can say you deserve anything. Yeah. But that's how it happens. Like, no, I just work. And it's, I, it's right time, right Oh, place. he got hooked up. It ain't nothing special. He yeah. just <laughs> got lucky or something, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yo, dogs, really, man? Chill out, bro. Chill out. Yeah, Chill I mean, out. it's not that it's not that complicated if you like just look and i like that's another thing i watch what other people do i try like follow their like look at the parts of their path or whatever see what happened with them like all right how can i do this so you use a piece of that or whatever to get where i'm going so it's like it might seem like i'm just you know whatever right music i mean that is what it is like right music but then like the business side is there's a complete plan that I'm not just like putting out there, but I, like I know where I'm headed, and I know what it takes to like get a, like a record in somebody's hands or make this kind of connection that makes that kind of connection or something like that. And a lot of people don't want to take the time to do that. This is like it should be about the music. I wrote a good tune. Why don't they shower me with the Grammy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, so that brings up a, a good question. You are uh, of, I would say, argue the younger generation of American German bass. <clears throat> you are. Um, very savvy when it comes to technology mm. um things like that you have clear plans in your head about what you want for yourself and how to attain those plans so what do you think american drone bass as a whole needs more of or what kind of changes would you like to see what are we missing you know what are, what are some oh, there you go. sorry <laughs> my laptop there what are we missing i'm getting dizzy i'm dude. getting dizzy dude don't do that <laughs> <laughs> chill out <yeah. laughs> Jesus Christ. First, first thing, we need more music. We need more producers that are taking it seriously and want to get to, want to at least aspire to like a higher level. But whatever that high level might be, it's like, it could be a stateside label. It could be, you know, go over, infiltrate the UK. And then once you get that hype, you bring it back over here and you start your own thing. Whatever. There's so many different ways to do it. But we like you need the music first because there's a DJ you throw a stick out the window you find three DJs but there's not a whole lot of producers, so we need like the producers to really step their game up and I mean that in my in my own sense like personally like that's what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. but I can't do it on my own we need more people and then when, when people start people in general start seeing that happening. You know, they're like, okay, I see this stuff going on. Let, let's let's rally behind that. It's like, I don't make music, but I, I, I got marketing skills or something. Let me help them out. Or I got a venue. Maybe let me, let's help that out. And you just start kind of grassroots, but it's, you got you to have the music there, I, in my opinion. Well, I, I want to say, just to say, you say you're not on your own, I want to give you a story of a fella who put two, who put, uh, two decks out in the park in the midst of mad depression to play music just to keep people in the better space. And that person is Cool Herc. Yeah. Somebody got to start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody got to start and be the one. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not putting pressure. I'm saying. No, you, you got to be the Cool Herc of DMB. Like, that's All what right. we're saying. <laughs> it's just to, to, to be clear. Yeah, this is it. You, you in flight. If you don't figure it out, we're fucked. And I there want you go. to know that Herc now. Dude, <laughs> right. I was talking about this would have. Justin a few weeks ago and this exact same thing we just need more and burner brothers and golden child i see y'all in the chat god damn yeah, it I see <laughs> you see that right he up in here about tearing it up and do right there yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. more music 
And that's where like, the, the ego things, because some people just think they're a lot higher than they are. And yeah. then, like, you got to dial it back. You just be. You got to dial crazy. it back. And honestly, yeah. don't, don't, if they're meant, if they're meant to be around, they will. Hmm? You yeah. know what I mean? Some people have an ego and they're passionate. Some people just have an ego and they're taking up space. Right. That's not along your lines either way. You know what I mean? If they happen to be a part of your line, maybe it's a great story, maybe it's a bad right. story at best. But at the end of the day, Winslow go Winslow, if you know what I mean. You know yeah, what exactly. There's also like another argument that people are just like, well, that's the UK. We don't we don't need their cosign. We don't need this. And like, you know, you don't. But it definitely could help. For they, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Big family. I, yeah, I've I said it a million times. <laughs> like, guys, we don't have to get the cosign. It helps. But you don't need right. it. But, you know. Right, it's like so many people from, like, this side didn't pay attention. I would talk to them sometimes. be like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. But now it's like, oh, you got a remix on Hospital. Let me talk to you real quick. It's like, uh. <laughs> it's like no, you were just talking, like, it was a week ago. You didn't even care. And now it's like, oh, I can, I can get something out of this guy. It's like, nah, see. You, you ruined it early on when you could have just been like, we're trying to work together. Let's see what we can do. And I was like, all right, let's do that. Or even if not me, like, let me refer you to my friend, you know, something like that. <laughs> well, since we're here now, let's talk about racism. I wanted to ask you about um, how did you link up with Dex for that amazing remix on the remix project? Um, Actually, I. <laughs> oh, you got a, you got a story about this because you just you talked about yeah. another version of that too, right? Oh yeah, yeah I did okay. see that pop up. So uh, elaborate. I didn't. I didn't even. Dex was like, I talked to him like after it was done. Basically, he's like, I, bro, I wish I would have talked to you. I was real busy. I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, dude, it's cool. But it's like, um, the hospital guys just like emailed me, and it was like, hey, we got this project coming up. Would you like to do a remix for it? I was like, oh. This is hospital. I mean, whatever you think about them in the current climate, it's still hospital. So it's like a big look. Right. Especially for me, it was like nobody, basically. But anyway, it's like, all right, I got two weeks. Let me do this. And man, it was a, that was a, that was a two weeks. Because first of all, it's like I, I can't they can't let them down. This is pressure, which is, it isn't really pressure. It's just my own head, you know that kind of thing. Mm. Then like the first week, tried writing something. They only had gave me the vocals for the first week. That was fun. Then I wrote something, and it just didn't work out. I didn't care for it. I was like forcing it towards the end. I was like, nah, I I, I can't give this to them. I just like took a little break, took an hour break. That's all it took. And I came back to a blank slate. Four hours later, I was basically done. Then the next mm. day, I, like, I cleaned it up, and I was like, yeah, if I just let go, like I've been trying to remind myself all the time. And just write what happens and that's always like the best product at least for me is when i just let it happen i sent it in the next day they're like can you turn the vocal down just a little bit like cool okay you're good sign the paperwork and we were done and that was it it was it was that simple and that complicated <laughs> <laughs> the, i also want to think life. that it took me about 15 years before i got an email from hospital <laughs> records, so you don't know how special you are right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> There you go with yeah, that old generation bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's one of those like. I'm bitter, Armani. <laughs> no. And that's, yeah. that's track shaking his keys right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, ching, 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 ching. Dude, I, 
Yeah, I like whatever you know. All the stuff is going on with them, or like all in the, like the scene as a whole. But it's like it's an it's an opportunity to do something, and it's all I like want because if I can like the idea of if I can get somewhere to like a place of some kind of I don't know power or pull, I can help out everyone Absolutely. else. Absolutely, no, absolutely. That's that's always been the thing, and I think now that I'm getting more attention, people are starting to really see that. And like when people see you helping someone, like you get the people who just want to like leech off you, but then you get the like the other group of people who are just like, I like what you're doing. How can I help? Or hey, I saw you help this person. Can you help me? I'm like, yeah, I got time for that. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. Yeah, and that just elevates you, you know, even more. Not that, like I could say it's like it's a plan. Like you know, if I help out these people, people will see me doing something nice, and they'll want to do something nice for me. Then I drop them. No. <laughs> like I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> you know? Like yeah, I'm up here now. I don't like you. Like you, all, you hear about it all the times. Like your homie gets famous for something. It's like yeah, I was gonna bring you. You said you was gonna bring you with me. Bring me with you. Like sorry, I can't. I got huh? Michael Jackson on the other line. Huh? Bye. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to the money right now. I can't help you. It's like, <laughs> it's like no, I, I couldn't. I could never do that. Man. I just too many people have helped me not to try and help someone else. Say word. Know? Say word. Hey so, man, uh, let's uh, go ahead. No, I was no, gonna, it's your I show. Was, I was <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm in a mood. I'm sorry. I'm trying to lighten shit around here. There's a very stressful election around the corner. I'm trying to put smiles on faces. Go ahead. Yeah, I, mean, I, think I, I think you and I are going to say the same bro. thing. I think you and I are going to say the same thing. Why don't we get to uh, some music? Oh, see? <laughs> Volley up, man. Gang, gang, team out here, synchronized. I'm also realizing those aren't real pumpkins, but those are still dope. I gotta give you credit. You really you thought know? I was <laughs> rocking? <laughs> what? I don't know. I mean, I, hey, some people get busy, but what, some, wait till you see. Fam, these what are. We did today. Bro, so no, th- this was a segue to flex your pumpkins. That's what it is. <laughs> There's no way you thought this gray plastic blinking thing was real, bro. Yo, I swear to God, I said, yo, somebody did some real fan. I'm about to actually let you. How do you get them white like that? (laughs) And just sat them on some chairs in my living room. (laughs) Some weird ass shit, dog. Anyway. Um, So, yeah, let's uh, (laughs) let's get back to the music. Some music. All right. So, what are we going to play first? Uh, Mine, get the controller. Well, we actually. It's not technically up to me because we got three tunes, mm-hmm. yeah. right? You sent okay. three. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. We got the Mumbles of Grace and Love mm-hmm. Letters and what's the other one you sent? Mad Flavors. I like to let the artists choose. Um, Albino pumpkins in the building. Let's just warm up Mumbles of Grace. Let's do that one. All right. So, <laughs> talk about this tune real quick. Intro it. You don't need to do All a right. giant syllabus. I mean, you may. Okay. <laughs> it was, I just had like this, like the little piano thing that's in there. It's like, I was sitting, I like came up with that. I was like, all right, this could be something. But then I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything else for like a month. <laughs> and then it all came together after that. I was like, all right, let's just do this. Like try this old, not old school sound, but like, like a keyboard kind of bass sound, that kind of thing with some keys and just some other stuff going on. Then it like switches on the back end because I was like, I don't know how to finish this track. So let's do it with something else. And then it's like <laughs> the vocal sample is just me like sitting on the couch one day after like work and my girlfriend was sitting by me. I had my phone. I was like, 
had like the voice recorder like thing. I was like, oh yeah, this is on there. Let me just be annoying real quick. So I was like, hey, say something. <laughs> and she's like, uh, like that's perfect. I don't N- know what nailed I'm with it. That. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, then it's like months later when I was wrapping up the tune to uh, send off. I was like, I could put that in there. And then I did it, and that was it. There's. So that's is, that is she there with you now? No, she she'll be there tomorrow. She uh, okay. Lives I thought I saw an arm like. Don't worry about it. Forget it. It's cool. So we got this tune. Let's <laughs> go. Nope. See? See, that's how you chill out. That's how y'all get people in trouble. That ain't cool. Uh, so we're going to play this one. It's called Mumbles. It is from the super producer, Winslow. Winslow. Real tea and poutine, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all know what to do in the chat. I shouldn't have to tell you. Happy Halloween. That song's caught my head. Roti and Poutine every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 Pacific. We are here live and direct with the special guest, Winslow. Emojis in the chat, Bob Ross's fire, sevens, all that. Need to get them subs up so you can unlock Valiant. Get to higher level for the tease. Let's go. Live and direct, Routine Poutine, every Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are live and direct with special guest Winslow, the T.R.A.C. The Valiant MC, myself, Armani Rain. Thank you for being here. Fire emojis in the chat if you're having a good time. Jumping bass forever, 174. Y'all know what it is. Let's go.
This one's called Mumbles. Lego. You know the drill. Woo! Alexa, turn the lights on. <laughs> smooth, smooth, smooth. That's one called Mumbles. wasn't mumbling to me that track was dang i heard somebody yeah, say michael dang. jackson in the chat so i was like you goddamn right that's michael jackson <laughs> in the goddamn record no i'm good but uh <laughs> i like it i like it that came out on gold, gold. yeah yep yep uh what was that last friday yep and you yeah. picked it up and it just kind of blew up eh? yeah that was that was crazy big thing number one I promise never to say that again. I'm sorry. That was. <laughs> I don't know what came over me. I was. I didn't am, know about it. <laughs> it's an American MC thing. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Kapow! Destroyed. We won't have drum and bass ever again here now. <laughs> I can honestly say I've never said that in microphone. If I do, it'll happen. Oh, I'm, I can't guarantee that at all, because at all, for sure. Uh, we've got more music to play, man, and I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm laughing because my quips are terrible. Like, <laughs> well, what would you propose otherwise? I thought it was going to be like, you know, music, some qu more questions or whatever, then we go back to music. I feel like we drilled you with a lot of we, questions we today. Gave you like, the, we, we put the spot hotlight on. I, I, I will keep doing so. I just, I was trying to be nice. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we've, 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 we've dug into, if there are some things you need to get off your chest, by all means, no, tell us really who you are. hate, Duncan. Tell us who you hate. Well, you know who That's what I think. I, think I mean, well, you know who we were talking about before we got started. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, dear. <laughs> I was kidding. Nah. <laughs> but, what? 
Oh, fine. Fine, we'll play it safe. I have a feeling there's certain people that heard that tune and they're like, why did I not get that tune? You, you know what I love about that tune is the... So a lot of liquid producers tend to sit in a pocket and don't really travel outside of that pocket at all. Mm-hmm. And throughout that tune, there were so many different elements that you yeah. weren't expecting to go. And it's 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 almost uh, very in the essence of pure jazz. It's just like very, you know what I mean, on the spot. Yeah. Like, wow, you know? So I, I like that. It is kind of how just like I write. It's just I don't feel want to just like loop something the whole time. Right. I want it to like change, kind of build, you know, in and out of different, I don't know, energies or whatever you want to call it. But I think as long as you like transition it right, like it just works. You can have like four or five ideas or like sections mm. within four or five minutes as long as you learn how to do it right. And it took forever for me to figure out how to do that right. Mm. How much? How much of your like? How much of your musical training do you find infiltrating your your drum and bass work? I mean, if you look, you, t- you mentioned Kino earlier. Yeah. And you know, I'm friends with Polaris, and the two of them have gang, gang. You know, obviously classical kind of backgrounds. Yeah. And actually, the two of them just put out a tune together that's um, very, very classically influenced. The so like, there it is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I'm wondering, like, how much do you find that sort of creeping into your work, or do you have your various musical influences fairly mm-hmm. compartmentalized when you go to them when you need them? I think. It's starting to more and more the more I like experiment with things. Cause first it was just like I gotta write drum and bass, and drum and bass is like this. And now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> just like whatever. I mean, it was that was learning, and I learned that that just ne- didn't have to be the case after a while. You know, I mean, especially once like my own like writing skills got better. Because like with this tune, like I finally felt like I could blend all the things I've been trying to do, and there's like a lot of like jazz influence in there for sure um especially with like the piano and like the chord structure and things like that and then just like with the jazz hip-hop fusion think like robert glasper or something like that Oscar mm. like the whole um like london manchester jazz scene that's like popping off a lot of that yeah. cause, and they all borrowed basically from him who blended like the dilla and jazz and things like that so it's like how can i blend that even more with like drum and bass, and that's kind of how this tune kind of started. In a way. Big up, uh, by the way, big up Cyber Posex, who's constantly sending me Robert Glasper stuff to listen to. Yeah, just <laughs> always. That's, that's the reason I like try to play Glasper's piano. Glasper's that more, shit, you know? Yeah, Glasper's yeah. that shit. For sure, for sure. I think you know, that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, sorry. But like earlier, like in the beginning, it was definitely like, all right, I'm in orchestra or whatever, so let's try doing a lot of string stuff. It's And that's cool, but it doesn't. <clears> I had to figure out a way for me to like do it instead of like. I just sound like Kino or, you know, anybody who uses, like, an orchestra in their tunes, you know? And I think now I'm starting to get to more, something that feels a bit more organic in a way that, like, it's pianos and, like, kind of almost Motown and strings and, like, jazz, more like jazz influence, but not necessarily jazz. But, it's old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was that magical era in, like, the late 50s and early 60s where they started to really because jazz was becoming so much more palatable to white audiences they started having jazz bands playing like radio city music hall mm-hmm. and playing with orchestras and stuff like that like yeah. classical orchestras not big band orchestras right right and uh 
yeah, that, that, that particular time of jazz has always been really um, a sword I'm looking for. Uh, I guess in like, and in, in, if you're talking about in food terms, like mm -hmm. unctuous, unctuous, like it's there's like so much to to chew on and that kind of stuff. So anyway. that's a new word for me today. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was in the <laughs> same boat. I was hoping somebody else said <laughs> this something because I felt part of the crew, though. yeah, this for sure. Something new every time. <laughs> don't say it. that. Made it worse. I was agreeing to like, yeah, that's wait, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't really like him though but, <laughs> but he talks well yeah by the time we're done we're saying drummiest jumbosonia basonia yeah see this is drum bass elements <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next tune uh what should which one should we do all right so this is uh i mean this is the mc show so no we're not rapper talk um, anymore it's just we're fine yeah, but I mean, let's go, let's go back to those days. And you get to All hear right, cool. me, me on a mic. Oh, <laughs> mad flavors, yeah. You did a, uh, you did a YouTube video yeah. about your vocal work. Yeah, I've done two tracks with vocals already, and right. I've done, I mean, that are public. That got released, <laughs> and just like, and there's just like a bunch of sketches, and then this is one that's actually on its, potentially on its way out. But yeah, I mean, just let's do it. I'm gonna like not let's do it. Wait, 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 wait. So is this is this exclusive? Yeah, this is completely exclusive. Is this a ro is this a roti and poutine exclusive? Right. Rap team in the building? This is this is why you don't wait for the YouTube kind of shit right now? Yeah. <laughs> Randomly my computer sends a virus update? Anyway. Um uh real quick also God damn it, Trey. I'm sorry, sorry I'm here no, trying no to weasel in weasel out. But um, go ahead, man. Hurry up. If you wanted to ask a question to Winslow, do it now in between the sections. That's what you interrupted for. Literally, that's all I interrupted for. <laughs> Don't nobody want to talk to the chat. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm joking. Let them know. I'm joking. This is Mad Flavors. Winslow on production and the MIC trying to put us out of business. I was kidding, MJ. God damn it. Here's the music. <laughs> I love y'all. You know that. Always with these empty intros. I like it. I first started making music where like every tune I did had like a minute and a half long intro <laughs> just yeah, like hip-hop tracks like just long empty intros <laughs> love it mad flavors winslow roti and poutine we are here every thursday night 10 p.m eastern standard time 7 pacific twitch.tv backslash romani rain to C. special guest winslow this one's mad flavors let go
sell a candy. You got me, yeah, you got family. We might walk alone in person. In the end, we're all connected. Just let it take over your body. This feel enough, so be assured. Just increasing the jolly. No Mr. Claus is your present breath and words of encouragement. Listen to what I'm saying. Take this with your thoughts. You get what you pay for. It's nothing major. See, life is one no favors. Not now, not later. Emojis in the chat. You feeling what we feeling right now? Roasting and poutine every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are here live and direct. Special guest, Winslow. You get what you pay for. It's nothing major. See, life does one no favors. Not now, not later. Open up to different flavors. Your choices make you. In time, you'll meet your maker. Now be your savior. I like that. Turn it up. Fish your neighbors off. It's fine. Tell them I said it's cool. Fire in the chat. Mathematics, I like it. I like it. I like it. How y'all feeling about that chat going crazy? I like the emojis up in there. We got all of them. It's, like, it's, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> That's dope. You need to do you need to do that more. <laughs> Look, man, you need to just accept no, the flowers no. and keep it moving. <laughs> no, it's just something I'm like still, you know, getting used to, so I don't right. know. But I like it. I mean, as far as like I can I don't know. One worst critic, that thing. There you go. Yeah, no, it's it's the way you're supposed to be. Do you hate do you dislike the sound of your own voice? Uh, I used to hate it, but then more I started to like listening to and doing like videos and stuff and then this yeah, like I'm okay to. with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it now. My voice is dope. <laughs> I'll get I'll get to that point at some point. Yo, Kanye Kanye levels of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am the greatest. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Shut up. 
shit's <laughs> joking, man. It's gotta, you know what I mean? Uh, you say you got a couple more in the pocket with your vocals on, eh? You need to put them out uh, more, man. Yeah, I am, I am a big, yeah. big, big pusher of anyone who doesn't rap and wants to rap and put vocals down, man. I'm, I'm like the puffy, the biggie out here, man. Like if you feel it, write it, say it, dog. Like just put it out. It's like people who can't sing, and then I point to Pharrell. Like just do it. If you love it, you'll feel it. Like <laughs> that's it. No, yeah, for real. It's been. It's not that like I've never like tried anything. It's just like I've never like thought about recording mm. that kind of thing. But it's like I've been singing stuff like just vocal stuff sounds like a kid I was like why don't you just try it just give it's one of those things it's like i'll just try it see if it works i mean <laughs> full circle right yeah yeah <laughs> that's all it really is and now it's just like oh you, you see people like it and then like all right i'll, I'll keep trying it i guess and, you know i don't know, get good at it try to at least yeah i don't Love know i'm going with that no you're fine <laughs> It's fine, bro. That sounded pretty good. You probably fit it in a lot of uh, more. Uh, All right. uh, I'll stop there. I'm I enjoyed it. I, I got to say, I enjoyed that hook. I was Same. You got one of those cool. You see, your voice is. You have this cool conversational flow that translates really nicely to. Cool. That kind of. <laughs> 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 Let's all talk like, uh, like late night. Well, no, it's funny because, you know, as MCs, we do, and especially in the chat, we have the, <laughs> I'm going to laugh about something in a minute. In the chat, we have these conversations all the time about uh, voices and how much they play a part and things like that. So th there's a validity of what he's saying, not joking. Yeah. Like, there's there's a calmness to it, and that means a lot. You yeah, know but what I'm saying? there's a proper cadence to that song. How it and the cadence as well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And it's so it, it, you sound original It wasn't as well. boring at all. It was fitting. You were pretty much an instrument along the record. Yeah. And yeah, you, you don't got nothing to worry about, bro. It's really yeah. like, look, it's just dance music, all right? Yeah, so you, yeah. nobody's going to like overlook your boss too much unless you're a little bit over the top about it. But you're good. Mm -hmm. What you trying good. to say? I don't, I'm trying not to call names. No, you tried. Me, I, I'm yo. trying to be nice. TB subbed this to me on the reg, oh, yo. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let me clear something up, too, real quick. Dog, I have one beer, though. This is me on a regular basis. Ask MJ. This is just how I act normally. I just be trying to chill for y'all because, you know what I'm saying? But we like 15 episodes in and um, they're comfortable. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Enjoy me happy for once. It's been a stressful couple months, goddammit. <laughs> we can talk politics. You want me to get back to serious? Too. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, we got another tune, man. And this one's labeled a little different. Is it a little different or am I tripping? I haven't heard this one, and I apologize if I was supposed mm. to. What? What is it? Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good I start, I guess. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I don't have anything to like, really say about it. I don't know. Let's do it. Talk about it. I've heard. Sold that. That was that was yeah. good. Okay, <laughs> came out last week. He is a natural self promoter. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. How about this? Before we get into this, um, shout out your socials real quick. How can we find you on Twitter so, and especially Twitter and YouTube, or whatever Winslow you think is more important? All, I mean, it's all the same link basically. So it's uh, at Winslow X Y Z or Z. For, uh, Valiant, everyone else over in Europe. Hey, I'm dead. All right, I just live here. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's protein poutine. I still can't get used to the Z thing. It's weird. I just say because it, it sounds better most of the time. Does it? Yeah, I don't really care. Does yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. Does it though? Sometimes, you know. All right. 
Mm. I'm gonna play the music and not debate. Okay. We can think about it. <laughs> <Better Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should uh, stop the show and discuss that instead. <laughs> Let's get uh, introduce this tune for us because it uh, came out in a fairly big release. Yeah, so this one's out on the Solvent uh, Soul Music 2020 compilation. Also came out last Friday. It's like 20 or so tracks. It's like ridiculous. But, uh, so my apology was valid because I haven't heard it. So this is new for me. <laughs> no, it's good. But uh, yeah, so I guess I'll just go on like the whole, I mean, story, whatever. Yes. Like the track was, I don't know if there was anything to the track actually until like the end. I was like, oh, I can put this like vocal sample. It was like this project I was working on, like the school project. This is where like the vocal sample came from. It was like, we had basically where I grew up, the skate park in our like neighborhood, got taken away for you know whatever reason, like years ago. And that was basically where I like met all my friends have now. It's like kind of like where I learned to be me. You know that that was that that was that spot. You know, mm. like every day after school, homework, whatever. I'm going to the skate park. You know. I deal with my mom when I get home. That kind of thing. And then it's like, oh, it's gone. And so I made like this thing, like the school project, just like talking about it, just like how it used to be, you know, we missed this place, that kind of thing. And I was, after I like kind of finished the track, I had um, just like, oh, I could maybe do something with this, or I was just looking for like vocal samples and stuff. And I was like, uh, it's video, maybe I can cut something out of it. I didn't have like the original thing, I had to like cut it from like the YouTube post. Which is like why it sounds kind of terrible. But I mean, that's the whole, you know, beauty of the track. It was a sample. So, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's based called like Love Letters to like Skateboarding. There's also like a thing on a, like bands. So there's a skateboarder who just passed away earlier this year uh, named Jeff Grosso. Mm. who talked about skateboarding yeah. a lot. He had like a podcast, like video series called Love Letters to Skateboarding. So I was like, that was like a really, you know, fitting name because that's kind of how like nostalgic kind of like track is for me at least it's just like the whole idea of things like that i was like let me just tie that in all together and that's the tune there we go there's the promo that was a say it was way better than uh i just you know whatever i'll just play it yeah (laughs) (laughs) cool let's get into it this one's called let me just knock the shit around this one's called love letters straight from winslow roti and poutine Y'all know what to do. Roti and Poutine every Thursday night, 10 p.m., 7 p.m. Pacific. You're listening to Love Letters. Special guest Winslow. Twitch.tv backslash Armani Rain. Oh, 
Emojis in the chat, you feel what we feeling right now? Roti and Poutine special guest Winslow. y'all feeling out there man we thank y'all for being here appreciate you every single day love to everyone out listening right here right now this one is called love letters straight from the winslow roti and poutine
expression, man. So it's, it's a lifestyle. Skateboarding is a lifestyle. We love everything about skateboarding. It's everything, man. You know, like. That is called Love Letters. That was like very Bob Rossi right there. If you ask me. <laughs> say Bob word. Rossi. Say word. <laughs> yeah. Like I said in the chat, that even that uh, the vibrato of that, that keyboard, yeah, yeah. That, those keys, like it had a very 80s kind of. Proper like, 80s keys, yeah. That was yeah. cool. Kind of sound. I hate using it as the reference, but it sounded like <coughs> home in the Stranger Things soundtrack. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So. It's kind of like that VHS, like that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah like, one yeah. of the old school dude, <laughs> beat up denim jackets and shit. Jesus Christ, <laughs> new wave. Or when, uh, or if like a vinyl DJ is spinning and he has he turns the clatter a little bit and it's like 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 that kind yeah. of kind of sound like that. Also, it, it's funny how that sound is still kind of seen as futuristic sound, even though it's. Like yeah. from a whole nother decade, you know what I mean? Like it still reminds you of something coming in the future, mm. which was the intent used in the yeah. 80s, pretty much. So it's funny how it still 